Just-in-time hogwash. This is the Paul Truesdell Podcast. Due to our extensive holdings, that of our clients and your host, you should assume that we have a position in all companies discussed and that a conflict of interest exists. Oh. The information presented is provided for informational purposes. And now, Paul Truesdell. Well, we're going to have to do a setup on this particular episode, and the setup will involve a little bit of, uh, well, exactly what's going on in Long Beach and in uh, Los Angeles. Yeah. And it's not exactly pretty, is it, Roscoe? Yeah. Nope, it's not pretty at all. So let's get this out of the way, and then I'll have a conversation with you about what's going on and what the future holds when it comes to imports and exports. At the last minute. Southern California ports delayed doling out over $4.8 million in fines for companies who haven't picked up nearly 50,000 shipping containers. To date nearly 50,000 containers have remained at the ports past the 6-9 to day grace period. When the fines were initially announced, 58,900 containers were set to be fined. Data from the Port of Los Angeles shows that most of the containers at the site were moved when the fines were first announced. But, recently the backlogs of containers on land have gotten worse at the same time that the number of cargo ships waiting to come into the port hit new records. The shipping containers began accruing $100 per day fines on November 1st. The fees increase by $100 each day. The containers that will move by land remain in the ports past nine days, while goods that will move by rail incur fees after six days. So the bottom line here in uh, the federal government at the state level is simply a lack of leadership. And the leadership that we have... Boy, that's some hogwash there. ...is exactly what it is, is hogwash. So you have men and women out there who have spent bloody fortunes. Some people who are small business owners are losing their livelihood. They will have to file bankruptcy. They're done. They're toast. It's over for them. And again, it simply has to do with the fact that you have all of these people for many, many years in Harvard and Yale and Cambridge in Sanford and everywhere else have told you just-in-time manufacturing, keeping your inventory as lean as possible, and globalism always works. Well, it doesn't. Doing things locally is critical because when it hits the fan, which it is now and has been for a while, especially when you have government political interference in economics and trade, which is it's always been this way, what you have is the little guy gets screwed over. So you have people that have containers, they're on ships, they can't get them off. You literally have people who have died at sea. And there's a great story in the Wall Street Journal about a captain who's, I think he's been on ice for like six years, somewhere out in the Middle East. They will not let the dead body off because, you know, there's bureaucratic issues. So the guy's in a, in a deep freeze, <laughs> literally on the ship. Eventually, the ship's going to run out of uh, electricity and the guy's going to rot in, in the uh, freezer. You know, these things are real. And the bottom line is you have spoilage in these containers. And it's not just the containers and getting them off. It's getting them back overseas. You know, quite literally right now, we send frozen food items over to China. Those ships oftentimes come back empty, but they are coming back and using very expensive freezer space for non frozen goods and service goods, rather, because they, they, they were running out. The bottom line is simply, when you go into business, look at a wide variety of issues. And so you go into the trinket business and trinkets are coming in from overseas. Yeah, sounds good until things break. This just-in-time manufacturing stuff, it doesn't work. It never has worked. It never will work. So what's the bottom line for you, me, normal, everyday people out here in the United States of America? Well, 
the things that you think you're going to be able to get in the future, you might not be able to, and you need to learn to deal with shortages. Shortages, making do, repairing things, and I'm going to share something with you that my father always said, and I think it's something that we should always remember and never forget. Here it is. Only a rich person can afford to buy something cheap. Remember that. See you tomorrow at 5. This has been the Paul Truesdell Podcast. The Paul Truesdell Podcast is sponsored by nobody. Why? Because paid advertising chokes and corrupts free speech. Yeah. Bandwidth, production, and hosting for the Paul Truesdell Podcast provided by Fixed Cost Financial. The home of fixed cost investing a true fiduciary-based registered investment advisor and manager. Visit FixedCostFinancial.com. That's FixedCostFinancial.com.